Welcome, everybody. This is episode 160 of In the Word podcast with Will and Marie. I'm Will. And I'm Marie. And we're sharing the Word of God as we, the best we can. And yes. uh, we don't profess to be experts or scholars. Yes. We are just uh, two believers that are in love with the Lord and yes. in love with one another and trying to share the Word of God yes. with those who are interested in listening. Yes, amen, amen. So you feel free to uh, reach out to us if you want to share uh, some comments or questions or feedback at in the word podcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, in the word podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we, we just love talking about God's Word. Yes. More importantly, we love living God's yes. Word, you know, because yes. it's not just uh, about talk and, right. and right. Yeah. dialogue and information. It's yes. about application. Yes, learning how to live it. Right, learning how to live it. it. Yes. Yes. James one twenty two. be not hearers of the Word only, right. but be doers, doers also. Yes. So uh, we want to be doers of the word. Yes. We want to learn it. We want to live it. And we want to love it. Share it. it. And yes, share it. Also. Share it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. There's that great verse in Ezra 710 where he talks mm-hmm. about the progression he goes right. through. And uh, it involves it involves learning it and preparing oneself and then living it. Yes. and And then he... He concludes in verse 10 of Ezra chapter 3, he concludes, um, he concludes that we should live it, that he, I mean, that we should share it, that he wanted to share it. And uh, I said, I said three, I meant seven. Well, I Ezra, wrote down 17. You said yeah, seven, 17, right. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. For Ezra had set his heart to study the yes. law of the Lord and to practice it and to teach it. Well, actually, it says to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. So I love that pro- that progression. He set his heart to study the law of the Lord, mm-hmm. to practice it, and to teach his statutes and ordinances in Israel. So what what a what a progression and what a example. That's just a, a, an amazing model for us. Yes, it that is. we set our heart or or as or we prepare our heart, or we condition our heart, or we ready ourselves. Yes. You know, and I think that suggests an attitude. Yes. An, an attitude of reverence, an attitude of humility. Yes. Commitment. Yeah, commitment. Making that choice that you're going to do it, mm-hmm. to start doing it. You know, that to me, that's just like perfect. Study, practice, teach. And teach, right. Wow. Right. That's just an amazing formula for everyone. And yes. I don't necessarily think that you need to be a minister or a missionary or no, every believer. a bishop. Right. Yes. Every yes. believer has that obligation. According to Matthew 28, 19, we all are, are ambassadors in that regard, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So one of the things we've been talking about is prayer. And we've sort of been using... Um, the disciples prayer as a, a model prayer or a um, kind of like a, a guideline as it were an outline mm-hmm. of, of what prayer should look like, what prayer should entail. And I think we've talked about, so, so the disciples prayer, as we like to call it, the Lord's prayer, disciples prayer, the model prayer, however you want to refer to it. It's two places in scripture. It's, it's in Luke 
and it's in Matthew. Uh, the one that gets the most love, obviously, is the one in Matthew, because that's the one that most people refer to, and um, and Jesus does a, a more in-depth, well, well, Matthew gives us a, a more in-depth accounting mm-hmm. of, of Jesus' A dissertation there on prayer, but the one thing I do like, Sister Maria, about the the uh, the Lord's Prayer uh, in Luke that we don't get from the account in Matthew is when it says, uh, "Luke," and I'm reading from the King James Version, Luke 11 verse one. It says, "And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place." When he ceased, one of his disciples, we don't know which one, Mm -hmm. but one of his disciples, perhaps representing the group, said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, Mm -hmm. as John also taught his disciples. And that that stuck with me. Lord, you teach us to pray. And and I I think the fact that they wanted to learn how to pray suggests that Prayer is more than just, you know, willy-nilly, helter-skelter right. uh, words, that that there is a process, there's something need, needs to be taught about prayer. What, what, so what are do your you think they weren't praying prior to that, or they just, I don't know, saw different differently how Jesus prayed? Because we know Jesus went up to the mountain several times and prayed. So do you think they were asking that question because they were not hadn't been taught to pray or because they weren't praying like Jesus prayed? Yeah, I know a, you don't know for sure, but, you know, just... No, I don't know for sure, but I think it's a good question. I, I think we could explore it. It could be both reasons. I, I yeah. think maybe they were praying before, but they wanted to, they wanted to learn how to pray maybe better or pray perhaps more proper or, you know, they refer to the fact that John and there, and there he's referring to John the Baptist in Luke 11, one, he's uh, this person, this disciple that made this request is saying, well, John taught his disciples, will you teach us how to pray? So, so maybe it was just a matter of, they wanted to learn how to pray because John taught his disciples how to pray. Yeah, and even as you were as we were preparing for this um, t- uh, subject, I was sitting here kind of convicted, and I was thinking about because I'm looking at some scriptures all through the Bible: Romans twelve, Acts one, uh, Philippians four, and um, and and prayer is so like the one in Philippians says, but in everything. By prayer, it's like prayer is the first thing that is mentioned, um, mm-hmm. and supplication. It's like that to me denotes the urgency of it or the importance of it. And so when I think about prayer, um, I wonder, you know, I'm thinking about why I don't pray more. Um, right. You know, and 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 me, I, I don't want to. Um, there is something that God wants us to get out of praying all the time. There is something I'm thinking, there is something that's going to change within us or be instilled within us if we take prayer 
more seriously and really pray. Mm-hmm. Like even when uh, in Acts, when they were all together, they were, you know, the new Christians or whatever, they were continually devoting themselves to prayer and right. going from house to house. So it was, it was something that, that the Holy Spirit had already put in them that that was important. That was to be, you know, priority to pray. And so I wonder about myself, do I always look at prayer with such, with the same priority, you know, um, right. is it really, is it really taking root in my spirit? You know, that prayer is not just something that you do go up. Oh Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for, you know, and move on. Or is prayer, you know, a lot deeper than that, you know, right. just settle down, slow your day down mm-hmm. right. And, right. and, and spend some time with them. Don't look at it necessarily as prayer, but spending time right. with him. Right. You know, that's what I'm thinking right now. And that's a, a you know, I had a, a definition, sort of a working definition of prayer that, that, you know, what is prayer? Uh, and it's just what you said is essentially the practice of the presence of God. You know, it's just basically communing with God, yeah. whether it's verbal conversation, whether it's um, nonverbal conversation, whether it's just fellowship. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, First Thessalonians 5.17 kind of gives us an outline that, that prayer should, it should be continuous without right, ceasing. Right. And, and the only way that you can do that is that you just maintain this, this mindset that I'm always in God's presence. Right. You right. Because you know what? I was thinking too, as you were talking, um, maybe when we maybe when we think of prayer, we automatically think we have to set ourselves aside somewhere, like go mm-hmm. in our room or mm-hmm. go somewhere. Right. And people might say, I don't have time to do that right. all the time. Right. So I'm thinking as I, I can see myself as I drive sometimes, the Spirit of the Lord, if the Holy Spirit is in you, He's going to prompt you to acknowledge Him in some way, even when you're out driving, going to the store, going to wherever you're going. And I find myself having some of my greatest prayers in the car, mm-hmm. driving, or just the thought of him, I think that too is what he's saying. Right. Is, you know, just the thought of him will lead you either to thank him or praise him or just start talking to him. So I think it's, I'm thinking it, it, it's the thing of developing being together with him so much that even when I'm out and about, it doesn't necessarily mean I have to go in my closet all the time. But even though in your closet is very, very good, but to, to pray without ceasing, I'm thinking even as you're in your car, if you if we really develop that relationship, I think it'll just come forth as we're driving or we're walking or we're doing whatever and not necessarily only when we get in our closet and pray. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think that would help us pray more. I think it would, it would keep us from uh, feeling like we need to formalize prayer all the time. I think that's, I think that becomes a, 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 a roadblock for us, yeah. you know, when we, you know, you, you can't pray without ceasing if you're waiting for the perfect opportunity in the uh, perfect environment. I think it, it, it needs to be just a continuous mindset. God is omnipresent, you know, and, and David so eloquently states that in Psalms 139, that where can I go from your presence? Yes. You're, you're everywhere. Yes. You're, you're, you're all over the place at all times. So yes. I, I think that, um, you know that kind of gives us that that encouragement to continue to pray, continue to have a, a mindset to pray, right. and um, and I you know I'm a, I'm gonna quote the uh, verse that that you gave us um, 
earlier in Philippians, mm-hmm. you quoted uh, verse four, uh, four verse six, six right, yeah. right, yeah. and um, and then basically it said that be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And you know what? I was thinking, it's wonderful. I love that scripture. And I was thinking as you were reading it and before, I, I wrote, up this, wrote down this question. What will happen within me when I love to pray? Hmm. It seems like it's really, you know... Um, I mean, it is. I know it is really, really important. But this book I was reading when it says uh, it asks Christians, um, do they really enjoy praying or love to pray or whatever? And most Christians would say, you know, yes, I guess. And he says, uh, but but the fruit, but the proof of the in the pudding is how much do you pray? Do you pray? Because we can say we pray and we believe prayer is important and we believe we need to pray. But then when we when we analyze how much we actually pray and talk to the Lord that we might be proven it might be proven otherwise that we don't right. love to pray as much as we think we do right so what will happen within me when I love to pray when I really really love to pray and I think uh, I pray that that's our goal yes. and you know we're just going to close this episode with a word of prayer and Lord we just ask Thank you, you to yes. teach yes. us to pray yes. give us just an insatiable desire yes. to pray yes. Help us to pray all the time, not necessarily petition or beg or ask or request, but just to bask in your presence, to bask in your glory, Lord, and to enjoy your company and your comfort and your peace. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, and we give you all the honor and praise. And Lord, may you be glorified in our lives, and may we, your people, be edified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you.